1: Welcome back to 34. Rob Breckenridge with you on a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, we'll get to uh, some of the details of the fiscal update from the federal finance minister uh, before all is said and done. More on that through the afternoon. But I wanted to get to this story. And I think this is an interesting one on the topic of debt. And I guess that certainly applies to what's happening in Ottawa these days. Uh, racking up a lot of debt for the foreseeable future. But for individuals, and we hear a, a lot that this this is a problem. Uh, that there's too much personal debt in Canada. An interesting story of one guy who took some somewhat extreme measures to address his own debt situation, Uh, but it worked. Uh, Jeffrey Westlock uh, embarked on this journey a few years ago, and he's been writing and blogging about it at theurbannomads.ca. But essentially, he made the decision that paying down his debt was going to be his number one focus, and to help him do that, he lived out of his camping trailer for a few years. Joining us to talk a bit more about this uh, journey of his, which, uh, as mentioned, is now uh, at an end of sorts. He's at least now out of debt uh, after all the work he put in to find out where he goes from here. Jeffrey Westlock joins us on the line. Jeffrey, great to have you with us. Welcome to the show.
0: Oh, thank you. Uh, good to be here.
1: Well, I guess some some congratulations are in order here. You have uh, officially paid off the debt now.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that number is that is before... Calculating interest and so forth. That's like, for example, I just I just looked at the piece of paper for the the truck loan and the trailer loan, and that, that number which said the amount to be financed that much, and so that's before. That's not what I paid off to get it get out of yeah. debt. That's that's the original amount to be financed. And the credit cards that was the the uh, you know the the uh, shall we say the credit limit maxed out for each one. Uh, I, I estimate I've paid fifty thousand dollars to pay back the fifteen thousand dollars in credit cards. Um, that's five zero to pay back one five thousand in credit cards. That's why they're yeah.
1: Well, and let's go back because uh, what was it about three years ago that you kind of embarked on this journey? I mean, obviously yeah. the debt took some time to to accumulate, but it was three years yeah. ago you decided to, to have at it then.
0: Yes, it was basically it was November of two thousand thirteen. My boss was like I, at the time I was. I was I had a two bedroom uh, I was renting a two bedroom uh, townhouse so I had the utilities for that and the rent for that and I had the I had roommates but of course I was always the responsible one and and I was making minimum five hundred dollars and minimum payments on the credit card That's just minimum payments and the truck payments and so I just finally and the boss said because he was stressed and frustrated about uh, insurance renewal time because for our businesses we sell directly into the United States to customers. There are two insurance companies which will touch us. One is Lloyd's of London, and the other is one company locally. That's it. So it's always stressful that time. You see, just kind of in a frustrated, you know, offhanded comment, says, well, maybe he should just simply shut the company down. And I thought, what am I going to do if that happens? Because I can't just get a job at a fast food place because I, I just I couldn't survive on that. And so mm-hmm. then I thought – well, I had to do something. I would do something. It kept not gnawing away at me for, for the next couple of weeks. What would I do? I wouldn't just say, you know, pick a nice little spot in the ground and curl up and wait for death because that's not me. That's not who we are as humans. And so I thought, well, what I would do is just simply downgrade my lifestyle drastically to meet my new financial reality. So I thought if I could do that for that, why don't I do that now and actually use the money that I would free up in my life, in my monthly cash flow to actually get ahead and get the, these debts down. At first it was a airy fairy concept just to get the credit cards done. And so, um, I got, I let go of the, the uh, I uh, put in my notice even without knowing where it was going to go. And then I, I started the blog on November, uh, December 5th, because I just decided I had to do it and had to start right away. Cause as I pulled in my parking spot at, at the house, Tracy Chapman's fast car came on, and the line, leave tonight or live and die this way, stuck with me, which then reminded me that there is no good time for change. You just got to do it, and just do it now, or you'll never do it.
1: So when you say so, you, yeah, you downgraded your lifestyle, I mean, it was pretty dramatic, so you decided then you were going to live in your, your camping trailer.
0: What I did, first of all, was I rented a room in someone's house. And so I had that uh, from the end of January at, through till July 12th. Because I, I bought the trailer in, in May. There was a kind of like spring sale kind of thing. And I kind of hummed and hawed for a bit. And then I decided, well, I'll, I'll give it a go. At least I'll do for the warmer weather kind of thing that I could save what I was paying for the, for the trailer, <laughs> like for, the, for the room to rent. And I just sort of – and I, as each day happened and there was no you – know, the, the police didn't knock on the door and say – you don't have a, a fixed place. So here's, you know, we're going to arrest you or all that other kinds of nightmare scenarios that come through. Each day I was out there, I was still working. Each payday got a little better because I was, you know, not paying rent. I was There's a lot of problems and challenges, but you just have to be ready that you were going to screw up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make bad choices, but you have to just learn from it and move on and always adapt. Always adapt to what's happening. And that kind of is what's served me well as I kind of clumped on forward. And so this past July the 12th was three, three years exactly
1: in the trailer. Wow. So it was maybe meant to be short-term, turned out to be something a little bit longer than that. So uh, yeah. obviously that means then uh, getting, getting through some cold, some cold weather in that trailer. And where, where were you keeping the trailer, by the way?
0: Uh, First, I I just kind of put the trailer at, you know, storage depot kind of thing, but when I actually moved into it, I just, I have it, I have it permanently hitched behind the truck and I have this one spot that I park near, near work. And then after work, I'll move the trailer two blocks to a nice little quiet spot for night. That way, um, number one, I'm always moving around so less of a chance of getting in trouble with bylaw enforcement. But second of all, I'm always uh, mindful of the fact that I don't own the land wherever I am. If I'm in a big box store, I'm a guest of that store, so I'll shop there. I'll park in a spot where nobody would want to park if it's minus 40 to be considerate. And if I move around because it doesn't belong to me. It belongs to the city, which then means it belongs to everyone and no one. And so everyone has a right to be able to use that spot. So if my favorite spots are taken up, I'll just move somewhere else.
1: Uh, so a lot of moving around, hence the uh, the urban nomad name. Oh yes,
0: yeah, because yeah, I, I kind of picked it because I'm nomadic in an urban setting. Uh, I don't want to do this forever. It's to do this for now and have enough. I'm af- now that I've paid off. Now I want to save up and get two years of living expenses in, in my midterm account before I start building up my long term account, which is uh, I want to be able to buy some land and buy it outright. I don't want to get a mortgage if I don't have to.
1: So you're going to stay in the trailer for now.
0: Oh yes, yeah. Because I've done it this far to, to, I've frozen my took us off to pay off the banks, and so I thought, well, why, why shouldn't I free my took us off to pay me? So.
1: So what was that moment like, though, when, when you were finally and officially debt free? That, that, that all of that work it's, had paid off. Uh,
0: it's a good feeling. It's, it's. I've earned it. Um, strangely enough, I, I've been here before because I bought some land and sold it at the height of the 2007. Uh, bubble, and I was able to pay everything off right away. But because it happened so quickly, it was it was almost like a lottery win. Because you're just not used to it. It's it's, uh, it's not normal, and so you just make a lot of bad choices because you don't know how to handle it. Because you haven't changed your behaviors, your patterns, your attitudes towards money. And so this process has taught me a great deal about budgeting, about about cash flow is everything, how you handle the cash that flows in and out of your personal financial system is key.
1: Because I suppose, you know, you could have done it in a less dramatic fashion, found a, maybe a cheap bachelor suite or a basement suite somewhere, taken a few extra years to do this. Why, why was it important to do it this way?
0: Because I just wanted it done. I just wanted it done to move on. I didn't want it. It's like, like a band together you either pull it off a little bit at a time, or you just rip it off. And I was just—I had had enough because I was—I was going through so much cash, and I didn't even have a cooler, cool reason. Like it was an epic weekend or ve- in Vegas, or yeah, but you should have seen her—you know, nothing like that. But yes. it was just sort of—I just wanted it done. And now that I've turned the page on debt, I'm now want to build up my, like I said, my midterm savings, so did, so this will never happen to me again, and then keep on going. So I can, actually, you know, I estimate mid to late mid to late, um, 2019, I should have enough to actually start shopping for land. And I want, when I, when I say land, I mean, I I want a quarter section. Wow. Minimum. Love a section, but I'll, I'll take a quarter section and kind of go from there.
1: Well, and look, as you know, I mean, there are a lot of people who find themselves in, in debt situation, maybe not as bad, maybe even worse though than, than you. So what's the advice that you give people? Um,
0: well, first of all, uh, you have to face up to the reality that it's happening, and just because you're making your your payments doesn't mean you're in a good situation. Because I was making my my payments.
1: Right.
0: You have to budget, learn to budget. So first of all, start by doing any budget, even a loose budget that you can stick to, and you start with goals. You set goals. You pick the smallest bill and work and pay that one off because it sets up, and then you and you and then you pick the next highest one Cause you then because you're setting up a pattern of success. Because part of it, you have to actually really believe that you can do this. And when faced with financial troubles, you could have, there's only one of two things you can do to fix it. Increase your income or decrease your expenses. I went with decreasing expenses, and it paid off. Because the money that I was paying on rent, that was the key. That was the secret. Right. You don't have to live in a trailer. You could, for example, have two or three families living in a house. We've seen that uh, throughout Canada before. You could have um, any number of different ways you could figure out but it's unconventional ways, but it doesn't have to be living in a trailer. This is me, and I'm just, I'm alone, I'm single, so there's less people, less complications. Um, so, yeah, but I've heard of other, there are other people doing it. Um, I've seen many other people living, you know, worse than me, and, and not just simply older units, but in cars, in vans, in trucks, and the numbers are steadily increasing over the, over the last few years because more people are just having it, having a tougher time getting ahead but no one is looking at it no one is doing anything because it's always viewed as well if you can't pay your bills then it's your failure it's not the fact that there's a mass there's a steady spread between in, uh, inflation and what people are getting paid
1: yeah that's an important point well people can read uh, more about the journey again sure. it's the urban yes and uh, congrats on this and, and all the best to you jeffrey thanks for making some time for us here no problem. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. There you go. It's Jeffrey Westlock, uh, the UrbanNomads.ca. So kind of a, a drastic approach, but, um, you know, he stuck to it. And and that was his goal, and he's, he's achieved it. So an interesting approach. 403-974-8255 is our number. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770
0: Calgary.